Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Monday and we're going to get started here with um, the headline being kicked out out. Okay, can you say that? Kicked out out. That's what we're going to do. And I've got a pretty incredible story that's documented in the Word of God that's going to give us the essence of why we're doing this. And I've got three points for you. Hey, Yvette, good morning. Everybody that's here, let us know you're on and where you're joining from. Be sure and share this with your friends. But um, you're familiar with a story about a lady named Sarah in the Bible. And this story is told in Genesis. I'm specifically looking at today at Genesis, the 18th chapter. And uh, there came a day where the Lord was talking to Abraham. Good morning, Robert. Hey, 50 degrees in Galveston. Waves lapping on the shore. I am sure. Beautiful Galveston. Um, there came a day when three visitors came by Abraham's tent. He was in the tent resting in the heat of the day. And you just never know what's going to happen when you think it's just a normal day and you're resting on your patio or in your, uh, at your, wherever you drink coffee, whatever you do. And uh, God shows up. And I want to ask you today, are you watching for God to show up? Are you aware God could be showing up? And are you watching for him to show up? Because when this happened, Abraham was greatly affected. And he saw three men walking by. It's kind of like they were, they were walking. And it is, the scripture is not real clear, but it almost seems like they could have walked right by him had he not beckoned them over to the tent and said, let me get you some water. Let me get some cakes baked for you. Let us entertain you in our tent. Bring, come into the tent. Well, the scripture is so fascinating here. It tells us that one of the, the three men was the Lord himself and the other two were angels. And so as they're talking, here is what they say to Abraham. I will surely return to you at this time next year. And behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. That's what I'm calling the proclamation. There's a proclamation in your heart that, that God has given you. It may be a prophetic word that was spoken to you over the years. It may be a verse that burns in your heart. It may be a, a vision or a dream you've had. But there is a proclamation over your life that requires contending. And let me show you how this unfolds. As they say this, Sarah is in the background. And she hears this statement that she is supposed to have a child. And she goes, oh yeah, after all these years, when my body is as good as dead, I'm going to have a child. Now, it didn't look like she said it out loud. It looks like she said it to herself. And she was confronted. And uh, the Lord says, why are you laughing? And she goes, oh, I'm not laughing. <laughs> and see, the Lord sees straight through to our core, straight through to the doubt and the actual mockery that comes out of our spirit, railing against the proclamation of the Lord. I believe the Lord is very serious about this, and I think we laugh it off. Sometimes we call it false humility, or we call it humility when it's false humility. Sometimes we're just arguing the facts back at the proclamation. But in your flesh, what's gonna rise up when you hear the proclamation, by this time next year, you will have a child. 
by this time next year, I want to say to those of you on uh, on the call with us, something's going to be different in your life. God's got something to birth. What are you? How are you reacting? Are you reciting all the circumstances? I'm too old. It's too late. My body's good as dead. I don't have money. I don't have strength. I don't have the network. And you can get a list going that will totally squelch the proclamation that the Lord has given you to steward over your life. And God doesn't like it because you know what happened? When God confronted Sarah and said, why did you laugh? And she goes, oh, I didn't laugh. And he goes, oh, but yes, you did. And I think that's the confrontation that needs to be uh, taken seriously in our own hearts today. When you look at what God's given you to do, when you understand again and afresh what God's called you to be a part of or bring forth on the earth, and you hear yourself making those lame, nasty, toxic excuses, and you're saying, oh, but I don't doubt, and I think the Lord says, oh, but you do. Oh, but you do. That doubt has to be confronted and it has to be kicked out. That's why I'm calling this kick doubt out. When that happens, we begin to understand nothing is too hard for the Lord. And this scripture in Genesis 18, around the 14th verse, is anything too difficult for the Lord, Sarah? Is the fact that your body is 90 years old too hard for God to quicken within you the ability to conceive? Again, kind of personal here. But there's a scripture in the Word that says God gave Sarah strength to conceive. You may be so tired and so full of doubt and so weary from the battle that you think, hey, I don't have it in me anymore. I don't even have the wherewithal to do this big thing that God's given me to do. And don't you wonder what happened in Sarah's life and in her heart over the next year as a 90-year-old woman began to watch her body change and began to feel the kick of a baby who would surely be born through this woman's womb. I want to tell you today, male or female, there's a proclamation over you that you need to look full in the face today. There's a doubt in you that's got to be kicked out if you want to run the race here and take this into the next season. For nothing is too hard for our God. And within a year, I'm going to ask you now, what do you believe God will bring forth in your life when you kick doubt out? What business idea will be activated? What network will you be operating within? What finances will you be bringing to your table in your house and to the table of other houses that God's called you to serve? Who will you be standing before? What kings will you entertain? There's a scripture in Proverbs, I believe it's 1922, and it says, A man with great insight will be brought before kings and not before obscure men. A man or a woman with insight and skill will be brought where? Before kings, places of influence, and not before obscure men. Not, not that we're a respecter of persons here. Hey, Antonia, John. But what we are regarding is God has holy callings. God has priesthood over people. God has uh, divine assignments over programmers and landscapers and writers and event planners. And just fill in the blank with your profession, whatever it may be. And you've thought too lowly of yourself. And so this is the day for you to hear, entertain the proclamation again, just like the Lord spoke uh, to Sarah. I will surely, surely return. I will surely return 
to you at this time next year, and behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Put your own name in there. What are you going to have next year that you don't have right now? What are you going to be doing next year that you're not doing right now? And when you get in touch with that, the second you start feeling the arguments rise up that rail against the proclamation, all that doubt, all that stinking mockery that we entertain and, and just glaze over and act like it's okay and it's part of the journey, I think it is, uh, we have not viewed this rightly. Doubt mocks the very God who spoke the proclamation into us. He will not have it and he won't glaze over it. And if you are giving yourself a pass on doubt and mockery, you hear that laughter back there? If you are mocking and laughing at God like that, God says, and you say, oh, it's not a big deal. He goes, oh yeah, I think it is. So doubt's gotta be kicked out. It doesn't desert a seat at the table. And the Lord wants you to agree with his proclamation and receive strength in your body and spirit to conceive. So be it. In Jesus' name, amen. Share this with your friends. Let me know what uh, doubt you're kicking out and let me know what you expect to be happening in a year. And let's agree together for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you're loving the Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.